0: Hello, and welcome to the Tech Dirt Podcast. I'm Mike Masnick.
1: The world is increasingly technological, so we have better get with the methodical. Bringing precision to critical digital journalism with the singular vision of the modern monocle. Stopping the copyright bullies from pulling the wool on us. Painting and taking on all the blatant to pay and to trolls. Document the ways that they aim to take control. Scrutinize and brutalize and make them fall. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tech
0: i wanted to start out today uh with a note that we're trying something a little bit different for most of the history of this podcast we've always tried to record with everyone together in person using nice microphones and and such the sound quality of course tends to be much better that way and uh There have been a few exceptions where due to a variety of factors, we've recorded remotely, but it was pretty few and far between. Uh, Of course, the downside to this is that it has also limited our ability to record at times and also has made it more difficult to bring on guests, especially guests from not around the San Francisco Bay Area. So um, we're going to be doing some tests with different ways to record remotely to see how well it works, starting with today's episode. Uh, We're hoping that the sound quality is at least close to what you're used to, but in case it's not, I wanted to let people know what was happening. On to the actual discussion. Uh, a few weeks ago, there was something of an uproar after Gwalker reported uh, that in the weekly staff Q&A with Mark Zuckerberg, some Facebook employees wanted to know if Facebook should try to influence the American presidential election away from Donald Trump. Note that the question wasn't whether or not the company could do so, but rather whether or not it should. After all, the company has admitted in the past that it has conducted tests to increase voter turnout and how it displays whether or not your friends and family have voted. And it has claimed that it has been able to drive a significant number of people to the polls, though they have insisted that this was always done on a non-partisan basis. Last summer there was a study done by Robert Epstein of the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology which claimed that Google could also easily influence an election as well. As Epstein explained, Google's search algorithm can easily shift the voting preferences of undecided voters by 20% or more, up to 80% in some demographic groups, with virtually no one knowing that they are being manipulated, according to experiments that I conducted." Uh, That was the quote from Robert Epstein. Uh, In both of these stories, the companies seemed to bend over backwards afterwards to insist that they would never actually do such thing. Uh, Google actually posted a strong rebuttal to Epstein's uh, paper and pointed out that he'd been making similar claims in the past and they'd always proved to be exaggerated and not particularly accurate. Uh, Facebook similarly has faced concerns like this in the past, has always denied any interest uh, or plans, of course, to influence any election beyond things like that non-partisan voter turnout. Of course, then you have some who have argued that Google and Facebook are very much today's mass media, and uh, mass media has always tried to influence elections and it hasn't necessarily been seen as a huge problem. Newspapers endorse candidates, TV shows choose which candidates to give more airtime to, and so, people who are looking at it this way ask, you know, how would Google or Facebook really be any different in subtly pushing people in one direction or another, while others find this whole idea kind of horrifying based on how much influence they might have. So this seems like kind of a thorny issue, uh, which should be fun to discuss. So let's jump right into discussing it with our usual co-host, Dennis Yang and Hirsch Reddy. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey Mike. Hey, so let's let's start with the the, the opening <laughs> question in terms of like the whole Facebook thing. Um, you know, would it be a horrible thing if Facebook decided to try and push people to vote one way or another?
2: Is that even a question? I mean, obviously, <laughs> we have a private company that can uh, influence the elections. Then that's that's. Uh, I know, but again, like but think, priv- a, think private about
1: companies can influence. Oh, Private companies shit. always trying they're, and influence elections. influence
2: elections. No, but, you know, through donations or, or no, through, uh, you know, campaign no,
0: through, support. Through, right, through but, talking, through, but yeah. through speech, right? I mean, that's the whole Citizens United thing right there, right? I mean, the idea that yeah. that a company has a First Amendment right to speak and that speech can be in favor of certain candidates and, and that, you know, speech can be designed to try and
2: influence... You towards or away from certain candidates, right? No, I, I mean, let's let's not think about the sort of the Citizens United uh, okay. decision because I think it, it kind of waters things a little bit, right? I mean, even if there was no Citizens United, the conduct of Facebook to influence what people see and thereby influencing their opinions and their and their support for candidates wouldn't be the kind of activity I think that uh, would run afoul of sort of campaign finance rules. Even in a, in a world where Citizens United yeah, wasn't, sure, sure. Yeah, so, I
0: mean, but but that's I, not, I don't think that's the issue.
1: Right, yeah, we exactly. It we're isn't his issue. It, it's yeah.
2: a different form of influence, right? It's Why? not. It, it, it And and here's the thing I think that's most insidious is that it's the type of influence where you might not know you're being influenced. It's one sure. thing to see a campaign ad, but but that's that's again. I think that people can
0: reasonably argue that that's true of other cases as well you know if if someone is putting out uh, a movie or if they're you know a a news program that is suddenly bias with bias covering (laughs) candidates in one way or another um you know people won't necessarily realize that they're being manipulated either
1: yeah with an agenda like you know if I don't know if it, it's definitely shifty, right? And it Yeah, I, and I, I
0: am I'm, I'm not saying that it feels good cuz I agree that it, it feels wrong, but I'm I'm challenging your assertion that it that it no, is here, obviously. Here, here's the it's difference. Not obviously. Beth.
2: Well, no, well here here's the difference. The difference is is because the population has somehow uh, become aware that different Outlets have an editorial tone are, or are, lean, right? Are they aware? No, they absolutely. People know that so, Fox some, is a little bit more no, conservative, and MSNBC might be a little right. bit more liberal.
0: Well, right? some pe- some people know that, but that that's that's still not the same thing. So, I mean, okay, but no, even no, if no, no. E- even, point, okay, even 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 if we t- even if we take that as true, couldn't the same thing be said for Facebook or Google?
2: No, see, that's exactly my point. See, we the people don't know that Google, for example isn't just a search utility like if 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 google develops a sort of a editorial lean in the way it 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 develops search results for candidates that's not something people are aware of now they may become aware of it in two three years time or five years time if google really does exercise that kind of editorial control but at the moment they don't know that so of course in the future there could be sort of the conservative search engine and the liberal search engine etc but uh you know i i don't
1: but I don't think it's so clear.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's so clear either. And I think you're you're making yeah. an assumption about what you think the public knows. And and certainly, like Fox News does yeah. not does not publicly state that they're conservatively biased. And you know, and M- I mean, MSNBC. Well, you're also doesn't making
1: an assumption, saying that. Google and Facebook are, don't have an agenda in pushing certain right. ag- certain types of information. Like no, no, I, I'm, not,
2: I'm not making that assumption at all. In fact, if you remember when we started this, I, I, I said it was more insidious. And you guys seem to think that it was the same thing as, uh, as newspaper bias. And I'm trying to make the point that Facebook and Google's bias is, is a different kind of animal. Right? Why? It, you know, right. That's and, exactly and, my and I'm, 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 because you guys yeah. just made the point for me, which is that you don't know what their bias is because the way it's inserted is not as transparent as the way newspapers do it. But can newspapers insert it as opinion, where you can you can clearly see from the commenter that like, okay, this guy is only hitting the negative points for this candidate and is and is being harsh on this candidate and easy on this but, candidate. But can some kind
0: of some people argue that Google and Facebook are like that as well. I mean, you know. But how that. would you be able to tell? in 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 the same way that you can tell that that you know fox news or msnbc have a bias because you see all the these certain things over and over again and you say okay well they're biased this way so mm-hmm. same thing if your facebook
2: feed is always showing things in one direction or so another so my point then is if you can see that bias mm-hmm. then in the sort of the way the results are coming then you then my point about there being a conservative and a liberal sort of flavored search engine in the future uh, would 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 come true, and and the bias wouldn't be that much of an issue because people would, would sort of know, hey, I'm going to Google, so it's understandable that Bernie Sanders is going to be more popular, or, or whatever their preference of candidate is, right? Like you would know that it wouldn't be much of an issue. What would be more of an issue is if people either don't get the impression that they're getting biased information or or don't realize it for some reason but again, that would be the issue and, but again, and there, there, that, that is the world we're in right now but but
0: I, again there are lots of people who who watch fox news or cnn or msnbc and don't think that any of those are biased at all and don't and and you can argue that they that they are and i can argue that they are and i agree that they are but there are
2: lots of people who watch them who we don't, don't know, think that. Yeah. And yeah, so but, do you but, think
0: that... Do you think th- for those people that No, but here's is- the thing.
2: Is there any suggestion that a Google search result or a Facebook result could sway the opinion of those people? Those types of people that are so... That don't... Anyone who watches Fox News and says, oh, Fox News is not uh, biased at all or watches M- MSNBC and says MSNBC is not biased at all. I mean, those kinds of people I don't think are the people that are on the fence, right? And I think the... The articles that have been written about this seem to suggest that it's really... Uh a uh, the influence of Facebook and Google is really somewhere in the middle and on the margin where it pushes people over the edge one way or the other it doesn't bring a strong supporter of Bernie Sanders over to Donald Trump and vice versa right like I don't think that capability right, is there. Right
1: but that's not what we're talking about. Nope so about, exactly
2: so pushing people yeah. in the middle if that's what we're talking about then it's a totally different kind of uh, influence and we're talking about a different type of, of person right so we're not the type of person that you say doesn't think that face that Fox is biased isn't the type of person we're talking about here we're talking about someone that sort of would realize that Fox is biased or MSNBC is biased and is able to sift that stuff out but when looking at results from Google or Facebook would not be able to realize that
1: you just made like a the straw man person
0: (laughs) (laughs) I and and if yeah, it feels a little condescending like you're assuming a certain thing or a certain nature of people that may not necessarily be yeah. true.
2: No, it's it's no, but that's the whole point these people are making, right? That when, when you are making these searches on Google or you're, making, you're or you're being served up a news feed that's biased, you don't the reason it's able to influence you is because you're not aware of the influence on you, right? That I think that's the whole point. Like if if you can actually see that they're trying to influence you, I don't think it's effective on the people that are in the middle, right? I, I think they, they they would be sensitive to like oh they're trying to influence me to vote for this candidate or that candidate. I think I'm not, it's. I'm not I'm not sure that's true either. Well, I I, I, I mean, but that, that is a different point. I'll I'll give you that. You know, yeah, that is. The- I I think I mean basically the reason that it, it this sort of a thing is it would be more. Uh, more problematic than sort of the the newspaper editorial style of things is because you if the if Google is the feed of information and the feed of information itself at its very source that that seems such as just, uh, a non editorialized feed of information if that is actually subtly edited um, you know but it's but
0: it is edited all the time right? You know, it I mean, is
2: it is but it isn't edited towards a goal of sort of trying to influence elections right it, it, it we, but we it, it, in that. the future but <laughs> in the future if that's the case well that's a type of influence like and also think about it this way it, there could be types of information about candidates that are on its face um you would think for the average person wouldn't influence their voting decision but if Google can do a certain sort of slicing of the data to figure out that okay well Hirsch is a particular uh, uh, search customer who's come today to Google. And we can see from his search history that he's bought these types of things or he's been to these kinds of places. So we think he's he's very likely to be sort of negatively predisposed to a candidate who loves to hunt or something like that, right? And they just show a subtle story, you know, that says that, oh, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, loves to hunt or something like that. And, it, and it's like maybe even just a second or third link in a search about Hillary Clinton. That would influence me, right? Uh, and, and it's not necessarily an overtly negative story. It's just that they've been able to sort of target my preferences and deliver just the type of content that would adversely impact my impression of that candidate. So those kinds of things are the kinds of things that are in the realm of possibility when you are a search engine. But you can't do it as a newspaper. A newspaper is really a very blunt instrument that is kind of scattershot to everybody right uh you can do much more subtle and tuned so, things so to it's people. it's
0: so it's the personalized nature of the platforms that has you most concerned the subtlety of it and the fact that y- you may not understand that you're being but, influenced okay but the fact is that you know you know both of these platforms in, in question the facebook and the google they're already you know they have an agenda already right they have a bias already and yeah and they're they're presenting stuff to you based on an algorithm and they're trying to present the stuff, you know, they claim that is going to be most interesting to you but those are programmed by, you know, people, engineers people. Yep. who have who have their own biases too and those biases show up in the algorithm and the results that they show as well. And so there's a question that, you know, where where does it you know, where do you cross that line? It becomes very difficult, I think to to you know
2: to, to walk that line and say that this is okay but this is not okay oh absolutely now I agree with you on that but that doesn't mean that there isn't a, a there that it isn't an objectionable thing just because we can't figure in other words you know uh, You know, there's a there's a lot you know, there's a there's a kind of thing where what what when does a friendly punch become a hostile punch? Right. Like (laughs) a friendly punch on the shoulder That doesn't mean there's no such thing as a hostile punch just because we can't draw the the boundary between the friendly and the hostile punch. There's definitely a hostile punch and definitely a friendly punch and then somewhere in between a gray line. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be worried about the hostile punch in the same kind of way you know there's there's a problematic end of the spectrum and then there's a you know I think where we are right now where there's nothing really problematic going on but but you're right it's it's a subtle kind of a thing it it wouldn't be immediately apparent to us if, if, if they did exercise some kind of editorial control especially Facebook I mean I'll tell you um, if if I click on a couple of viral links uh, you know of, of Trump speeches it typically underneath that video I'll get a bunch of suggestions from Facebook and some of them will be actually pro Trump things, right? And then some will be anti Trump things, of course. But because that's just the nature of that candidate, but so far I haven't seen a situation where it's like either all pro Trump things or all anti Trump things. So I think they've been pretty even-handed in terms of the political thing of just using the candidate as sort of a as a subject matter thing as opposed to trying to parse out and make sure that I only get negative or positive uh, videos about the candidate. I mean, I seem to get a spectrum still, um, and and of course you're right, Mike. They could change that in I mean, the future. You
1: but. think you think it's a spectrum, right?
2: Like you don't. Yeah. know. Like,
1: what do you, what do you have to compare that against?
2: <laughs> well, you can definitely see the editorial
1: tone of the videos, right? Like Trump know, is the greatest versus blah blah blah, right? But how do you know what they're presenting to you is? The, the true view of like what is what is your true view you know like yeah. it's it's, it's the, cause that, and that, that's part of friends. the problem right yeah. is
0: that there there is no there is no such thing as a as a true view here yeah because there's always and and you know it depends on your friends it depends on the algorithm right and so it becomes really difficult and and look you know i, I agree that you know at an emotional level it it seems really really concerning to me that a company right. could influence the election that way. I I you know and even though I I you know I've been pushing back on you on this thing, I I, I agree with the emotional reaction. I'm trying to, what I have problems with is is where you know h- how do you distinguish that and how do you, how do you find it, it sounds like I and I think lots of people I'd say probably. I'm guessing here, but probably the majority of people, perhaps a large majority of people, agree with you, Hirsch, that it right. is, you know, obviously objectively bad for a company to step in like that and yeah. sur- surreptitiously influence an election. And and I yeah. I uh, agree as well. But I, I have trouble figuring out where. H- how do you draw that line?
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna to toss in maybe just another little point here, which is like. What if like, the, by nature of these platforms being the way that they're programmed and the algorithms the way that they're designed, what if that is actually having like an effect on the American popular opinion in that maybe like right now people keep talking about the fact that you can find whatever you want to find on the internet like, to, to agree with you, right? So the fact that it feels like there's, you know, more and more different, like kind of radicalized political camps. Like, could that be a result of, like, these algorithms? Maybe we're unintentionally affecting public opinion in a certain way without realizing it, right? Like, yeah, I mean, and and, so. and
0: and it might not even be that theoretical, right? I mean, there was a, there was yeah. a lot of fuss. Um, I can't even remember when it was. Like, a year or a year and a half ago when Facebook revealed that they had done this experiment yeah. where, you know, for a week they had tried posting like really positive stories or really negative stories on people's feeds to see sort of how they reacted and whether or not they could influence yep. someone's happiness, right? And so just think about that and and you know, I thought that was a really interesting experiment. A lot of people were really concerned about, you know, what that meant alone, right. you know, but even that like what if happy people vote in a particular way? And then, you know, what if Facebook wants to yeah. encourage happiness, which seems like a good thing, but that in turn influences the election? Then how do you feel?
1: Right, right, so I mean that and that's the kind of power that these platforms potentially have without even realizing it, right
0: yeah, and so
2: I don't think there's an easy way to actually um, to sort of to sort of monitor the influence of these kinds of platforms without having some really invasive oversight, right I mean there these are after all kind of
1: like but even with the oversight how how are you supposed to monitor that? Like With, with they're and, and, right, side yeah. it's easy. Right? The, no, no, because there's no there's no. no control. Yeah, what's the there's control? There's no control, yeah. right?
0: You, there's nothing. You can't compare Facebook to a neutral Facebook. No, no,
2: no, no. Right? <laughs> you guys misunderstand what I mean by You can't, co- what can't compare Google
0: to a neutral Google. No, no, I understand what you're saying. You're saying somebody who can go in and basically say, like, are they programming in a certain yeah, bias on purpose? Yeah, someone who goes in and looks right. like exactly how the and, algorithm works and they embedded and they, right. embed it and they, they and, see and that's, exactly what you're doing. Yeah, and and that's also, I agree, that's that's very difficult to impossible to do. That's invasive. But you don't. So, By the way, even so, I, I think the argument that Dennis and I are making is slightly different, which is that even, even with that, even if there isn't an intentional bias, even if there isn't like, you know, Facebook engineers secretly, you know, pushing for Bernie Sanders or for whatever, you know, just the fact that they might decide as a perfectly reasonable business decision that they want to promote people being happy rather than sad, what if that impacts an election? And then should that be illegal? Like, what if happy people vote for Donald Trump, which was probably not true, but <laughs> let's 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 give the hypothetical. And what if Facebook influences people to be more happy than sad?
2: No, I mean, I think that level of influence you can't you can't worry about, or you can't really. But how do
0: you distinguish?
2: I mean, it is sort of a subtle distinction, but you know, it really you really, I think you really have to look at sort of the intention of what the action was. So, for example, people who eat ice cream might get happy and then not vote for Trump so you can't just block ice cream sales <laughs> that's just you know the, the company course. tends to sell sell a product and they're not trying to influence an election they're trying to uh sell ice okay cream. so
0: so yeah. let me let me let me take the hypothetical one step further what if facebook does research that shows that that um happy people don't vote for donald trump and they decide they don't want to support donald trump and therefore they make the decision to make people happier via facebook
2: well let. I, I think that's uh, a kind of scenario that doesn't make sense because I feel like if, if Facebook okay. figures out how to make their users happy they're going to do that anyways I think okay. you should th- maybe the opposite makes more sense where it's kind of like they do something that's not in their interest which is to make people sadder so they will vote for Donald Trump right like that's the more interesting question like okay they're actually hurting their economic prospects a little bit by making people sadder when they come to Facebook but then it helps them you know, wield this kind of power over the election.
0: All right, and 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 then let's take it a step outside of that. Like what if what if we're not talking about a presidential election, but what if we're talking about, you know, influencing policy yep. in policy a way that, that that they that that would help them, you know, general public support or well, something. Well, what do you think
2: right? what do you think the whole sopa campaign was? I mean, that was highly successful. That was basically all these Right. Outlets, but 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 what,
0: but but was that Facebook or Google using the influence of their platform or was that they were doing, you know, anything that they did was you know, in more traditional sense, in terms what, of lo- lobbying and op-eds yeah, and all that kind something. of stuff.
2: How, how, I don't remember... I, I got the impression that Facebook wasn't really that active in the anti-SOPA stuff. I felt like they Reddit... They weren't. They weren't really, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think... I think... But regardless, <laughs> though, at the time when that SOPA stuff was going on, my feed was full of SOPA stories. And some of it yeah. was, of course, users, but a lot of it was also but, those <laughs> suggested stories. So I think they really didn't wield their influence there well
0: to well to tie it back together (laughs) with with what i talked about earlier that that study that caused all this uh concern from whatever that was revealed a year and a half ago about them you know trying to make people happy for a week it just so happened that week was the week that the whole SOPA blackout happened <laughs> uh, that's an entire coincidence and I don't think those two things are connected in any way shape or form um, but <laughs> you know when you bring that but no I don't think um, I, and I I would be incredibly surprised to find out that that Facebook actually you know engineered its algorithm to, to promote that kind of stuff Facebook actually was not very involved at all with the SOPA fight at the very end they kind of came in and made a statement um, but that was at the very end before that they were they were almost entirely unengaged with it, and I'd be really surprised if they did that. I think the reason you saw so much of it in your feed was because it was in a lot of people's feeds and a lot of people were talking about it because the blackout itself was very, very effective. And you know people uh, and are fr- Facebook friends with people like me who, who happen to be talking about those kinds of things right. quite a lot.
2: But I, I actually think it was smart on their part because l- l- let's say they they used their full power in in opposition to SOPA and it was a the bill was completely crushed I think it would reveal how much power they actually do have over like political opinions and that would really draw a lot of unwanted attention at this time
0: but but well only if you knew about it right I mean if you don't know what they're doing with the algorithm then then that's not true and so right now you don't know whether or not they did I'm saying I don't think they did and and (laughs) you're sort of admitting that you don't think they did um, but but we don't we, we don't know
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, well, well, here's the thing, right? Like, I I don't think, um, I think Google and Facebook are smart enough to realize that they will bring down kind of a a world of hurt onto their heads in terms of regulators, and both, there'll be bipartisan, uh, you know, action. If yes. if they show too much power, so I I think they definitely have the capability to do a lot of stuff, and I and I and I think that they have no interest in actually doing it. I, I for and that I think I,
0: I think that's actually really important. I think that's absolutely true, and and I, that is a point that is not raised that often, which is that if it ever came out that either company did anything along those lines, whether or not it's legal, which it probably is legal for them to do, if they did and it became public, I think everyone would freak out. And, and that it certainly includes policymakers and regulators, and not just in the US, but certainly globally, um, but also the public. I think that would be one of the biggest freakouts outs that, that you could imagine. And, and we're even seeing it in the fact that, you know, when that story came out about uh, Facebook and just employees ask, even asking the question made people freak out. And so I think just that fact alone would would you know certainly scare the companies off from doing anything that was overt um or that you know involved anyone in the company having you know any suggestion of you know trying to create political influence now there is one one question related to that which is that you know if you were to take this to another extreme and this is just for for the purposes of discussion and thought process like what if you know what if you have a and and I'm I'm going to godwin godwin's law this podcast <laughs> um, you know what if you have a hitler situation in which your platform could prevent a hitler or a hitler like character from coming to power then do you have a moral responsibility to do so
2: i i think it's really problematic to sort of bring up sort of moral, uh, <laughs> you know, moral responsibilities in this kind of situation. But but
0: it's all, it's all, a, a, these are all moral questions to some extent, right?
2: I mean, they are, but I, I, I think it's a little, it's almost like you're basically setting up the situation where you're basically saying, okay, travel back in time and, and stomp on baby Hitler. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind
0: of <laughs> sure, like. Sure, sure. But this is. Yeah. Yes. And, and right. I mean, you can't. Right. Those are these are retrospective things like you don't know Hitler until after Hitler is there. Right. Um, and so you can't go back in time and you can't predict Hitler. Um, and so that's that's I think that's a fair statement. But, you know, but you could argue that that there could be situations where, you know, people and, and certainly there are some people in this election who believe that some of the candidates are you know uh uh existentially horrible <laughs> um and so it does raise questions about whether or not people have that kind of power to do things do have a moral responsibility to do something
2: so are, are we talking specifically about trump here yeah I, I mean of course <laughs> so you know i i think I think the threshold before Facebook or Google would have a moral imperative to act would be something more than Donald Trump. I think I think there's I think Donald Trump is like has said a lot of like things that have pissed off a lot of people. But I think he's like a far cry from Hitler. Uh, <laughs> OK, let, let's you know? be clear. I
0: wasn't I wasn't saying that that he is. But like uh, and I, I don't want I don't want. The, the podcast to go sort of down this political path yeah, in terms exactly. of, you know, and, and so let, let's not, let's not have that discussion necessarily. No, exactly. But, but, but,
2: but what, what I'm saying is like, if, if you, let, let's say for some reason, uh, we were having a discussion about a social network in Rwanda just mm-hmm. prior to the Hutu Tutsi uh, sure. genocide, right? Let, let's just take it over there. And um, and if this sort of a thing had happened and and you had an opportunity as a social network, to um uh influence the amount of 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 of, of uh, support a particular like genocidal candidate had mm-hmm. um you know i think in that kind of a situation where you saw that people were actually going to die i think you absolutely i mean you know the, the the problems of your social network and the possibility that your social network might be shut down i think you, you kind of have to put that to the side at that point right and and I think it's the same kind of thing here. I think if the situation is dire enough, obviously, um, you can't worry about the long-term legal ramifications for your company and things like that. You just have to do what's right. But but um, I don't know so, if that's necessarily a, <laughs> an interesting scenario to explain. No, no,
0: I discussion. think it is. I think it absolutely is because you, you're basically now admitting that there are scenarios under which that is appropriate. It's just a question of where do you draw that line,
2: Well, right? Well, it's kind of like, like, like Mike. It's kind of like having a debate about sort of gun control right and and and, and you're, you're and, gonna make
0: this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no but let me let me get I do have a point here that has nothing to do about right. like
2: gun specifically like uh, uh, this has nothing to do about having an opinion about guns whether they're okay. good or bad but All but right. in a situation where you are having a debate about gun control uh, to ask the question you know if you had a gun and you could shoot Hitler should you shoot Hitler I don't think is very interesting as to kind of like what kind of things people should be permitted to do with guns do you see what i'm saying so like we're kind of having a discussion a little bit about about you know what's what is right and what 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 is actually possible for facebook and google and asking the question you know about like what circumstances would it be really good to have that power in private hands is Mm -hmm. is only interesting in the sense that you know it, that kind of a power is, is very powerful, right? And in what circumstance do, do you want a lot of, of very powerful capabilities to be in private hands? You want it only in the situation where your state has completely failed. And in that sort of a situation, <laughs> there's all kinds of powerful things you you wish citizens to have, including guns, tanks, all kinds of ways to protect themselves from this crazy state, right? And And so that's why I think you know, talking about this particular capability in that scenario, there's only one of like you could talk about a hundred things that don't make sense in our society today, but would be interesting in that society. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if I've made my point.
0: Um, I, I, I mean, I get your point. I'm not sure I'm convinced. I, I, I see your point, which is that you know, if if you're on the brink of a failing society, then then different rules apply. Is exactly. that? the simplest version yeah, of it
2: that's a, probably the best way to talk, say it, you
0: know? yeah I mean and then I guess but then it does still become a judgment call over when are you on right, the right. brink so of
1: societal collapse are right. we in the brink of societal collapse I don't think we are
0: and and you don't think we are but there are some people who do
1: yeah. right and are they allowed to decide that they think we're on the brink of societal collapse and thereby use that power that you just defined
2: well I'm going to be a consistent person, and I'm going to say <laughs> if I if I decide that some some person in Facebook who's griping about this and thinks that we need to influence search results to oppose Trump thinks that we're on the brink that way, mm-hmm. then I'm also if if I can't criticize that person, then I'm also not in a position to criticize someone who's in a, in embedded in a militia somewhere in Montana and thinks that they need to start building a private army because. The state's going to roll in at any any moment, and they have mm-hmm. all the kinds of armaments. I mean, I think it's the same kind of a siege mentality. It's just situated in a different place. I think, I think you know, people have to kind of look at the country where it is right now and put things in a context, you know. Uh, so, and if you do that, but it's I think hard to see. do that
1: when Facebook's controlling where you're <laughs> looking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like how he tied it together there. But no, I think he's actually right there. I think I think some of the people that, that are getting this panic yeah, about sure. things. are are living in a little bit of a bubble yeah
1: no but it's the bubble is that was what I was saying Facebook might have created this bubble I'm sure you know like if you're you know if your friends are all thinking that our society is collapsing then your Facebook is full of posts that says our society is collapsing right Um, yeah and that's kind of this like echo chamber effect that, that we get on the internet where you know like any little fringe population or any population for that matter not fringe but can essentially ends up reinforcing the beliefs of that population because oh, they don't absolutely. see a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like so if
2: if you go if you go to the Reddit subreddit for politics, the rpolitics Politics subreddit, mm-hmm. it is such a Bernie Sanders love fest, right? Like it is they're constantly uh beating up Hillary Clinton or any Republican candidate and it's it's like very and, uh,
0: I mean, but of, of course, years ago it was uh, Reddit. Our politics was a Ron Paul. Look yeah, at. exactly.
2: I was about to say that. Yeah. And and and, it, and, it, and it's it's this weird kind of a echo chamber, uh, and it, and this, here's the thing about it, right? Like, if you go to our politics and you look at the heading, our politics, you would think that 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 isn't a a uh, Bernie Sanders subreddit, even though it's kind of become the Bernie Sanders subreddit, right? There's a <laughs> there's a separate Donald Trump one, but the yep. Donald Trump one actually has. The title, The The Donald. So you kind of know what to expect in that subreddit,
1: you know? Right. But then that's what we're saying is when you look at Facebook, it doesn't say, hey, this is only people that you know. And therefore, the lens is very different, right? Like, I don't know if people realize that.
2: No, no, I I completely agree with you. I I, I try to do this thing when I'm on Facebook where... um, with my Berkeley circle of friends that are very liberal, I always try to be, like, super conservative. <laughs> and then with uh, the people that are posting, like, a Fox Newsy kinds of things.
1: How, how are you able to be a different Hirsch for different people?
2: You just post different things on different people's… Uh, oh, oh, on their pages. Yeah. I yeah. See. So you, you just kind of you, you screw with the, 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 the different uh, sur- isolated circles, you know. And if you, and if you well, possibly are you, can… Are you, you trying you
0: to m- screw with the Facebook algorithm?
2: oh i've I've been doing that but that's a different thing that's where the thing where i'll post pictures of san francisco and call them milpitas (laughs) people have called me out so many times like uh they'll get so mad they're like you can't call that milpitas city hall that's clearly san francisco city hall i'm like i know
0: (laughs) are you but well is that just oh that's just chaos but um, (laughs) it doesn't really have a bearing here
2: but um you know but to come back to the uh The bubble thing i think that's like a real issue and that's also the kind of issue where i don't think facebook can necessarily um solve the problem you know like what are they going to do
1: i mean they can totally be like hey you know what we think that the echo chamber is a problem and therefore we're going to just kind of we're going to look at your 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 friends and you say you have like 100 friends and 98 of them are doing one thing we're going to start surfacing kind of the outsider or the different opinion more to your feed more often and just by saying that that would that could potentially change a lot of things like how people feel mm-hmm. and how the people look right no so. but I,
2: I but do you think most of these circles actually have some outsiders in them I don't know if they necessarily do and when they do have outsiders they're yeah. very quiet
1: you know like, maybe I, or maybe Facebook hides those posts from you so you know, like go on, go on your Facebook and search for like, if you're not a Trump supporter, search for my friends who like Donald Trump. And, you know, I found a few in my in my friends. Circle. Really? Yeah. Who so like Donald, Donald s- Trump? And and yeah. so,
0: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I, like, but that's my that, point. Like, I didn't I never yeah. see their posts. Right. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Th- and that's that's the thing. Like you can you, if Facebook wanted to, it could certainly surface, you know, yep. different opinions that it knows are, are, you know, kind of opposed to you. Yeah. But for the most part, it doesn't do that. But if it wanted to sort of expand,
2: you know, perspective, it could do that. Mm-hmm. And then you have questions about whether or not that's good or bad. So one time I made a post about Donald Trump, you know, very critical of Donald Trump and somebody that I had befriended on Facebook after, uh, you know, going uh, on, a, on, on a cruise to um, not a cruise, but a, a, a camping trip in the Grand Canyon who I just met like a stranger from somewhere in, in the south who had friended me she gave an impassioned defense of donald trump mm-hmm. and then uh of course my very liberal <laughs> berkeley friends weren't, weren't weren't having any of that and so there was like this back and forth and i and and uh, she was a very nice woman and I, I kind of felt a little bit bad that 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 uh, she was like the sole donald trump supporter in the in the
1: sea of no but the, the, sea, the sea is your sea like she, yeah i know that's what I i'm know. saying is like I, her, her she like was the she's not the person. only one in her sea
2: but but um, I but I'll tell you even if they sur- if Facebook surfaces her posts on Donald Trump and she actually doesn't happen to make any I mean cuz I I do look at her posts and they're mostly about like very domestic things if 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 she did make Donald Trump's uh you know kind of posts and and if Facebook did push them onto my news feed like do you really think that's going to influence me like I I really don't think it is <laughs> you you, know?
1: you think it wouldn't Right, so
0: that's and that's the other issue, which is like, how much influence do these things really have? Um, and and I think you know, I, I think most people think they wouldn't be influenced by those kinds of things, but it's kind of an open question as to how, how much influence they actually yeah. do have. I mean, I mean, if, ad- if,
1: advertising if, is a huge business. Yeah.
0: And if you really keep seeing things over and over yeah. again, things that maybe you, you know, didn't take seriously at first, but you reckon you, or you think, or you're convinced that more and more of your friends take certain issues seriously, then, then maybe you, you do change your opinion. I mean, that is kind of the nature of how these things work all, a lot of the time. And so certainly Facebook could do that kind of thing. And so, you know, I, th- I think there's a real concern that that it, it could happen. I'd, but again, I mean, going back to the beginning, I, 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 I don't necessarily think that's illegal. I just think it's, the, <laughs> there are questions, there are big o- moral and ethical questions that are raised, you know, if they decide to do it one way or another. Um, we've also gone on. <laughs> about as long as we should on one of these podcasts um even though we could keep arguing i'm sure <laughs> um but, but it is i don't know it is i think it's an interesting and i think it's a more challenging question than people give it credit for i think everybody kind of reacted to it initially as that's horrible that's horrible but I- in reality it it it's a lot more fuzzy um even if i agree that it feels horrible i think i think the decisions that can be made are are very very difficult.
2: I I think with with most uh sort of emerging problems in the technology space I think the answer is is um just to have a lot of options. Sure. You right. And if you have a lot of options of social networks and search engines and this becomes less of an issue. If yeah, you have only we, one we monopolizing don't. <laughs> thing then it's an issue
0: yeah I, but the, I mean the fact is we don't really I mean you know mm-hmm. Facebook is dominant and and Google is dominant and so yes there are choices and you can click and go away um, but you know most of your friends and your family are on Facebook and if you went away they wouldn't necessarily follow you but anyways we're, we're definitely going way over time it's a, it's a really interesting discussion and a lot of things to think about um, uh, Hirsch, since you seem to be the contrarian on this one do you want to have any last word um, last words on this, man.
2: <laughs> don't vote for Donald Trump. Oh, I said something <laughs> po- political. No, <laughs> I, I don't know. Play. I don't know how to. Th- now, th- now we're th-
0: going to get hate mail. Look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, I don't know. It's an interesting discussion. I think it's. I think it's a lot more nuanced and a lot more challenging than a lot of people give it credit for. And I think hopefully some of that came out in this podcast. <laughs> and um, and we'll continue to discuss it, I'm sure. But uh, I think that's going to be it for this week. So, Hirsch, Dennis, thank you very much. Thanks. And th- thanks for testing out this crazy remote recording. Not, we'll see how it came out. And thanks to everyone for listening. And hopefully the recording worked so you'll actually be listening to this. All right. And we'll be back next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye
1: to grab a shovel and dig up the cat if we don't sound up to them someone will get duh. to grab a shovel and dig up the tag if we don't sound up to them someone will get to so grab a shovel and dig up the cat